Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What is going everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to our week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Here's for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is just too afraid to talk about. I am joined as always by my best pal, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going? I'm, I'm a tired boy today, Connor, mm. I will be honest. Mm. Uh, mm. I slept for four hours last night and six hours the night before. Now, I'm not saying ten. that... It's still t- cumulative 10 over two days. Not too bad. Average of five. Uh, but I'm not one of these people who is like, oh, I only got four hours of sleep last night. I'm glad. Yeah. No, I wish to God I could yeah. sleep more. Yeah. yeah. My stupid You're not. You don't have like a rise and grind mentality. Not at all. Mm, mm. I have a rise, get back down, stay there for a while mentality. Lie and here. it's worked for me. <laughs> Hope the world passes me by. Mentality. Hide under a pile of coats until everything works out. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're telling me is that um as you know weird news you haven't seen the story so Not at I'm all. I'm understanding that maybe this week you're going to have even more energy and be more in, like enthusiastically and like even more funny than you usually are more funny more passionate more open yeah. to new ideas and new scientific advances. I certainly think I could get you to join a cult. <laughs> Interesting. I'm very susceptible at the minute. Does anyone have a cup of tea to offer me? Does anyone have a cult to offer me? <laughs> I'm taking all comers here. <laughs> um, so if you could give this episode a like and review, whatever podcast platform that you're listening to this on, it would really help us out. Sean needs your reviews because of... Insomnia? It's like when Goku was fighting Majin mm. Buu and yeah. he asked everyone to lend him their energy. That's what we're going for. And then he did the spirit bomb, Con. He did the spirit bomb. <laughs> I got. Put your hands on the screen, everyone, right now. I'm feeling you. Are you I don't feeling care if you're me? on a bus, okay? <laughs> I'm feeling you. Now, like us <laughs> on Spotify. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a good show. Jeez, oh, um, we've got 5,000 one star reviews, right? Recently. 
My God. Well, look, on average, that's 1,005 stars. Good. That's pretty good. Uh, so, Sean, we are starting off this week with one of my favourite things we always cover is weird contests that happen around the world that are just a bit silly. Um, yeah, there's been a few good ones. The one mm. where all the men throw themselves after some cheese down a hill. Pretty good. One of my favourites. What's uh, the knob toss? You remember the knob toss, of oh, course. How could I forget <laughs> tossing those knobs, Sean? <laughs> Just tossing knobs, getting graded on how you do it. You know, standard oh, affair. Oh, got nay. Oh, it's got nay. What's a knob? A knob is a piece of pastry, isn't it? I think it was like, yeah, like a bread pastry yeah. thing that's what they were talking yeah. what were you thinking of I I, I, oh, I wasn't thinking oh <laughs> no. we were oh, on different Jesus. wavelengths <laughs> I entered a different competition <laughs> um, we are coming this week Sean it's the 21st century and yeah. with that comes a lot of pushback towards maybe maybe what we need is the old classic the husband calling contest Sean, that's taking place in America this week. Okay, before we start, I'm just going to guess. Southern state? Oh, it is, yes. Some people compete in chili eating contests, Sean. Others take part in cheese rolling competitions, as we've discussed. But only a but only a select few are right for the Iowa State Fair's husband calling competition. I don't know if Iowa is in the south or the north, to be honest. I don't really know geography when it comes to America. <laughs> I owe a lot of money to people, you know. Uh, I'll be honest, Connor, it's pretty north. It's kind of central uh, east, I would say. <laughs> Midwest, actually. It's the Midwest. It's the Midwest. Sorry, it's the Midwest. It's in the fucking nearly centre of America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more east than west, actually. Why are you getting angry? You're the one who told me it was in the east. I'm getting angry at Wikipedia because I'm right because it's more in the east. You're the (laughs) mid-east. Oh, you your, your aggression level came towards us, I felt. <laughs> it really happened out in nowhere as well. <laughs> like, it's the, it's the sleep. The lack oh. of sleep makes Sean angry. <laughs> Their anthem is 45 seconds long, if anyone is interested. Is it? Uh, it is indeed. What's it the right it? level of lead for, for an anthem? Depends. For a country, I would say a minute or so. minute mm. and a half max. What are some of your favourite national anthems? Oh, La Marseillaise. Is that one? Uh, you got... Auron Naveen in Ireland. Uh, you can't pick our, our one is a bit shite. Flower of Scotland. Is that, oh, Flower of Scotland's great. Yeah. Uh, Italian one is pretty great. Italian one is a bop. French one. Right. I'm only going off the Rugby Six Nations uh, in which we hear all the national anthems and I'm always like, that's a good one. Whatever France play. That is fair. Canada has the name recognition of Canada at the start of it. Uh, so I, I think more good. national anthems need to have the name with O and then the country's name. Like, oh shit, that's where I'm from. Yeah, O Ireland. Uh, <laughs> o Ireland. The our one, our one is our one is good. Our one's like it's it's it's, it's sad. Good. It's a sad one. Yeah. But like, look at us. Look how we've and, been. Uh, you know what? It's all my Irish national anthem is for any other countries. If Ireland, if the Irish national anthem ever gets played, not at the Olympics, we never win anything. But oh, in yeah, some boxing sort of, and rowing, oh, boxing and rowing, we're unreal at boxing and rowing. Everything else not so good. But if the national anthem plays, it's very, it's very. Um, you can notice it very much so that we get earlier and earlier on the cheer. Every time, right? We do. So we do. Irish people cut the national anthem off 
with about 30 seconds to go and just fucking cheer. Yeah, the last two lines. It, I, when I was in school, people didn't really know the last line. Now I've realised people don't really know the last two lines. Yeah. It's going to get to the point that we all stand for the national anthem and just start roaring. <laughs> start <some> cheering. <laughs> because I think it's just like it, it gets it sets a level of like we're fucking sick of this song. Let's go fuck some people up yeah. in any sort of we sporting got, event. It's like we've paid our respects. Now we've got shit to do. <laughs> Yeah. It's our we always really. lose. <laughs> um, so, Sean, the women of the Midwest are no joke when it comes to yelling, roaring, and shrieking. Is this was this written in the forties? This article. <laughs> What's going on? I started that sentence in the article in the fucking article, not realizing where it was going. <laughs> okay, so look. Blanket statement. Yeah. Like, we don't necessarily agree with everything that's put yeah, in this article, yeah. I would say. Um, especially when the price, Sean, is a ribbon and $5 at stake. What? This was uh, this is in the past. You've gotten yeah. an archived newspaper, Connor. <laughs> no, 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 no. This happened last week. The husband calling contest is a time-honoured tradition at the Iowa State Fair in the hopes of getting the coveted first plate ribbon and $5. Women use lots of different calling methods that they would use to call their husbands. So they get up on stage, they walk straight up, they get given a microphone, and they just get to do their favourite calls, or their best calls, that they would give to their husband. Okay, but I want to say, first of all, and let's just let's just say that this competition is fine and allowed to proceed. But of course, they all have lovely bottom shot. Just uh, absolutely. Let's just judge <laughs> if nobody women. doesn't understand that reference, <laughs> it's a reference to something. It's to Google it. Safe search off. It'll be fine. Uh, but if it's a hus- if it's a let's just say a person calling competition, yeah, surely don't give them a microphone. They should be able to call without oh. the aid of amplification. I'll tell you something now, you've actually improved this competition almost I've immediately. Because now it's yeah. just, who can yell the loudest? Yeah. Which is a much better competition. <laughs> and you got to have them way, like, eight, like miles away. I want to see how far you can go and I can still hear you. Yeah, I want, you, I want them on the highest point in fucking Iowa. <laughs> and then everyone else I have a way to solve bottom. it. I have a way to solve it. What you do is they all go over the line, right? Cross yeah. a field. And then right. you all shout one by one. I say, I can hear you all. They all take a step back. Ah. And we continuously take one step back every time. 45 minutes later, you've only got about one or two left on the far side of the fucking field. Just horses, fuck. Yeah. And then you have actually, to yeah. logically, tactically, are you going to scream early or do you just go low early because they can still hear you? That's the thing, and 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 it also tests endurance, you know, because you mm. if you keep just test like barely going over, you're going to have to go louder for longer. Ultimately, <laughs> um, so some competitions uh, like our delightful fifth place contestant uh, choose to go for a few different names in their calls. Bob, Bob, Bob. She starts before mixing things up with an unexpected hurry, hurry, Robert Dean. <laughs> Wait, so it's not even so they can concoct a situation and character. Anything. Well, well, then it just becomes who's the funniest, really, because mm. that's how you win that competition. Is you say the funniest thing. Well, the 2019 champion Bonnie Swalwell uh, opted for a simple yet effective ear damaging shriek. Um, I mean, that would bring people running, wouldn't it? <laughs> Have you heard? That- Sorry, I saw a lady on TikTok, and there's like this Aztec shriek that you can do. 
that some people can do. It's like a technique. And it's a blood-curdling scream, but apparently, like, Aztecs would, like, hundreds of them would all do it at the same time as they ran into battle. Uh, and it sounded, I'll be honest, it's not great without hearing it, but it sounds fucking terrifying. So I Let think, me tell you about something real cool that I heard. I don't have any audio for you. <laughs> you get a specifically audio-based reference and then just say, look it up yourself later. I heard this really good song. There was drums and guitars. You'd have to look it up yourself. You'd have to look, I don't have it with me, but you'd have Honor, to look it we've up. We've all heard Wonderwall. Okay? Uh, well, I have. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> um, the following year, 65-year-old Rose Beauregard, fucking name, was crowned the champion husband caller, a title she had been pining for for years, she said. Rose told Radio Iowa after her win that she had been ke- competing in the contest since 2003 in the hopes of one day taking home the trophy and the five dollars. So Rose has given a good 20 years to this yeah. competition. She's given her yeah. whole life really to this very very prestigious competition. Five dollars on a ribbon of course. Also before sorry the radio station why is it not called Raid Iowa? Because <laughs> it's Radio Iowa you've got the link between letters there. Now, I'm sure that's probably on the logo, but just double down, okay? <laughs> rad Iowa. Rad Iowa, yeah. And Tubular. we're fucking rad, but we're also a radio station. It's And they have to explain it like that every if show. That's, that's actually the ad breaks every time. <laughs> rad no Iowa. Songs. We're it's rad, three but we're also minutes. a radio station. <laughs> now, back to the news. So, Rose is the winner of last year's one. Last year's competition, yeah. Okay. And so they asked how she got that. So how, after all these years, she's back. What was she doing? What did she change in the meantime? What was her training technique now? What was her Rocky montage video? Um, her husband died she, she, she says, I do practice on my husband, but I do more practicing on my grandson and my camping club, she said. So, I mean, those camping club members... Terrified. Live in fear every day. She sounds difficult to be around. (laughs) Just fucking screaming at you. And then she's like, oh no, I'm just practicing, don't worry. No, you're still being a dick. Genuinely, we're in the house. You don't have to scream at me. I'm right here. I'm in the kitchen. You're in the living room. It's 20 feet at most. (laughs) Now that she has won the contest once though, Rose has finished calling her husband. At least competitively, she says. I just wanted to win one time. The older I get, the harder it takes to take that deep breath. (laughs) I'm... Well, well, Rose, I mean, commentary on the ageing process aside, <laughs> fair play on your win. <laughs> this summer, it was 58-year-old Dawn Minar who took first place, even though she didn't even have a husband to call. Instead, Dawn was a never, we used a never-before-seen tactic, calling for a husband. So she turns up without one, and she uses see, the call to see. call for one. Okay, so, okay, look, I know it's not that prestigious a competition, but I feel if it's the husband calling... Co- I mean, well, okay, hang on, I'm being brought around. Yeah, we may get Susie Denton on to officiate this, but I think, uh, linguistically, I think she has merit. I think, yes, I think there is a claim to be made that that's an acceptable way to act. She also probably won then because it was clever. 
Mm. It wasn't just hear them call another man's Ca- name. Call it also, by the way, there are videos of these competitions taking place, so you are free to look one up. It, the volume level might be a bit weird. Uh, but right. calling all single men between 40 and 60, she said, I am looking for a husband, she yelled as part of her entry. I am single. I work full time on my own house. I'm lonely. So somebody answered as damn personal. I want a husband now, she said. I mean... Really putting all your cards on the table. Playing the lonely card in the opener. Knowing men, I think she's made a mistake. (laughs) Absolutely. It's the kind of men who would respond to such a call. But also all men. We're the worst. (laughs) Oh, men are... Like, no one knows who the worst person is, but it's probably a man. Call for something important. (laughs) The... I'm looking at the... Hang on. Oh, they're like running into the scream, some of them. This yeah. is unpleasant. Also, <laughs> there's a full audience of people watching this. No one so can hear this, Sean. But describe it. Every so, it's just people screaming, and it yeah. gets really high pitched. Uh, but every so often, it cuts back to the audience, and they're just watching. Like, th- like they know this is weird, mm. but they're just they're here to support their friend or their sister or whatever. Um, but. How was this impacted by COVID? Because there's a few people, and this is from 2021 I'm watching, they're screaming while wearing a mask. (laughs) I feel like if you can overcome the mask situation, that's even more impressive. It's like running a 100 metre sprint with your shoes untied. I I just don't know what, like, why you would enter. But then I, I started thinking, what else do they have at the Iowa Fair? What other competitions are they hiding in there? Because, I mean, you got husband calling. Then I found out they have mom calling. They've got duck calling, turkey calling, chicken calling. Each winner gets $5 at a ribbon, just to let you know. As prestigious to win the chicken calling as it is to win the husband calling. Otherwise, you could take part in the mother-daughter lookalike contest. Try your hand at competitive grocery work with the best bagger contest. What year is this fair set in? <laughs> and show off those sexy calves with the Mr. Legs pageant. <laughs> I mean... Where do we want to begin there? Which? What, okay, we need to pick a topic that yeah. one of us would enter. Um, oh, one of us. I will say the the mom calling competition. I can definitely shout "ma" at the top of my but, lungs. But is "ma"m is "ma" the same? Irish people would say "ma," but are we allowed in the competition? Do I get forty seconds of preamble where I can establish the fact that I am Irish? <laughs> and then endear it's myself like a stand-up routine at that point yeah yeah I've got a tight 10 that I'm working on uh, <laughs> 10 seconds I just go what is going on everybody <laughs> I'm Irish as you can see anyway I just have to do this one scream hang on yeah. uh, and then I, uh, Mr. C- you, you're Mr. Calves surely I'm going for the Mr. Legs pageant all day Sean absolutely That's me. Sweet, <laughs> we're going to have a sweet crisp $10 bill between and, us and the best bagger contest I have an idea Mm-hmm. We go to our local Aldi. We get the guy at the Aldi counter. I have one in our town. He's the nicest man in the whole world. He's always the most positive man you've ever met in your life. But I I'll tell you something. Him. He's fucking positive, but he's efficient. He's the yeah. man's. He's, he's that positive because he's the best. That's why. He keeps um, it moving. He keeps the line he, moving. You know, it, it builds up quickly. Sean, it's not just moving. You haven't even put it on the fucking thing. It's already dinged. It's yes. already true. It's a miracle. Right? It's miraculous. He, he, no. Somehow, it's, it's still in your basket and it's already dinged. He's now already has it. Now, here's what I'm going to say, and I'm not taking anything away from that man, but he's not yeah. technically bagging them, is he? He's scanning no. them. 
No, so he's not. You throw a bag in front of that man, he won't know what to do with himself. Oh, You'll have fuck, a panic you're attack. Right. You'll we have don't a have baggers in Ireland. No, it's not a thing, really. Occasionally, the local like sports club will come in and pack your shopping bags. Yeah, but they're always you. shit. Yeah, they're always terrible. I did <laughs> they're that always once. young lads who have no interest in being there, and it's like a Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, go to the fucking local shop. <laughs> And like back when we used to pay for everything in cash, it was like, all right, you'll collect some money for the club. But now everything's on card. So it's just like, it's just you're packing bags for fuck all, really. Oh, man. Yeah, I didn't think about. So the scanning competition, he's entered, but bagging, he could be shit. No, now who's good at putting things in bags is the real question. Not Uh, me. I, I can never keep up with him. Oh, I can bag things quickly. I'm pretty good at bagging, I will say. <laughs> yeah, I bag things like it's Tetris. So, see, I'm a, I'm of the mindset that once nothing's getting crushed, it's fine. So once it fits in the bag, I don't care. You know, uh, <laughs> but you get less in by going free, going ho. I think you I've get got more two bags. I've got two, I'm a two-bag shopper, I will say. <laughs> I prepare for two bags. Uh, say you had to get, say, like the two-litre bottles of water. You're getting two of them. Yeah. Do you stand those up in the pack. bag or lie them down? No, I'm getting six pack of... You're getting the, the six pack all the in The full one. two litre water. Ah, okay. And then what I'm doing is not bagging that at all. It's got a little handle on it, Sean. Bringing that out manually. Absolutely fair. Did that handle ever go on you any time? It hasn't, but once. now you've brought that up. Now I'm going to fear that for the rest of my days. It's a little paper handle that's essentially sellotaped to the side of over. 12 litres of water. <laughs> it's almost too many. It's too much. It's too much for one paper handle to bear. <laughs> so, John, are we going to take part in any of these competitions next year? Or what's the story? I think uh, we both call for some husbands and then we yeah. have backup hosts in case they show, if, in case we ever get cancelled, basically. Do you think I would win if I went up and I went, you? but really loudly like like you're at some kind of cotillion ball yes you would like I have a little I have a little handkerchief and I wave it as I shout you who oh I like that mm-hmm. I like that dropping mm-hmm. the handkerchief at the end picking oh, it yes. up oh yes I'm going to be shocked by it. it's dropping but I will <laughs> drop it yes Oh, and you just have to turn turn your back to the audience. No, I'm wearing one of those really old <laughs> dresses like the really billowy ones that are yeah, massive like a- like a Beauty and the Beast fucking ball gown thing. <laughs> Just completely. Everyone's like, I don't know if that colour suits him, but fucking fair play. I mean, he's bringing it back. He's Look, it, it, I mean, this this fair is bringing everything back. It Every seems. Day, and, but then I have to take it off for the Mr. Legs pageant, obviously, because I'm injured. Lift that. the skirt, my friend. Lift the skirt. <laughs> lift, just lift enough to show an ankle and then just walk away. You can bust out your you who there as well if you want. <laughs> That's the, that's the weird you who guy. <laughs> um, so we're moving on to our next piece of news. And what we have here is a return of an old classic. Sean, it is Sean Solves. Oh. It is Sean Sorts Out Relationships. It's Sean's Agony and Corner. It's got many names. We'll it has no names. Name I can't eventually. remember the name. Sean's... <laughs> Was it like triple A, like Sean Situation Solutions or some shit like that? <laughs> so ridiculous. But um, in we in the top 10 weird news stories of the year, which that episode came out a few weeks ago. It did. Check it out if long. you haven't seen it. It's, it's all the best ones of 2022. But Sean, two of your solves, solutions, not solves, mm-hmm. entered the top 10. I'm they, pretty proud of that. They actually made the top 10. One of them came second. A one of them came fifth, I think. That's pretty good. Top five. I'll take two in the top five. Four in the top five. Um, now, Sean, what I have here is perhaps the next 
the next one up because I have my wife won't sleep in the same bed as me because I bought a cake for no reason. Hmm. Okay. I've bought, I've I've bought cakes for no reasons yeah. before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do I want my gut instinct ago, or do I need more information on this? Two days ago I saw a small cake at Walmart. It was only five dollars. And a flavour my family liked. So I decided okay. to buy it. Thoughtful. For us. Yes. I love it. I got home and my wife protested, saying, You don't buy a cake unless it's for a birthday. Right? That's what she said to him. Okay. okay. Right. She demanded I return it for a refund. However, what? the seal was already torn off, so the store would not be able to resell it. An argument broke out Sean and out of spite I let my children and myself eat the whole cake by ourselves that night and not leaving a crumb for my wife I mean okay that's kind of bad form but he knows it was spiteful he knows that was wrong yeah she has not talked to me since (laughs) this was three three days ago and refuses to even sleep in the same bed as me over a cake. So he asks, am I the asshole? Is she the asshole? What the fuck is going on? I mean, I there there has to be more to this because... Has to be. Just buying a cake for no reason shouldn't instigate this level of fight. My first you know? thought was he definitely... She found out he's cheating on her and then he bought a cake randomly. <laughs> yeah, like there's a full like two to three months before this story that we need. So I murdered her brother and then I bought a random cake and she's fucking pissy about it. Like, okay, honest opinion, get a divorce. Second opinion. <laughs> now. That's always your opinion. <laughs> uh, if if this causes the fight, it's not meant to work, okay? Uh, so With the kids involved. <laughs> yeah, it's better for them as well. Okay? Now they'll get two cakes on their yeah, they could double the cake. So the thing about it is, um, her resp- say, let's just take it at face value. Her response of "you only get a cake at birthdays." Yeah, that is like must be something that's just like drilled into her as a kid, because you can buy a cake whenever you want. They well, sell them year round. Here's the thing, Sean. Somebody commented underneath and they said, I'm going to be 33 in a month and I'm ashamed to say that I was 27 before I made the realisation that I said, wow, I'm craving birthday cake. And then I said, wait, why shouldn't I have a birthday cake? I'm yeah. 27. <laughs> when I first started making money, like when I, got, I was like 15 or 16, I, I had a job. And one of the first things I bought was a Colin the Caterpillar cake. <laughs> like, just because I could. Of course it was Colin. Yeah, oh, Colin, elite cake. Then elite. One time, I was expecting nothing less. It's the only cake for me. Uh, but then, then when I was, I was in, like, first year of college, I was going to pre-drinks, but I had already pre-drank before that. You were pre-drinking the pre-drinks? Yes. Yeah, so I, I have to be honest with you, that's probably a sign of a problem, but That is on. alcoholism, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, what, 19? I was fine. My liver was grand. Uh, and still is. <laughs> still we, is fine. So I had a few drinks. Then we went to the shop yeah. to buy 
some drinks, but also some food. But you would, but you needed more drink because you would drag all the drinks in the pre pre. I had like two cans. I don't yeah, know, like two, okay, right. two, yeah, two, yeah. two, two cans of vodka. <laughs> Indeed, they sell it in cans here. Who knew? <laughs> um, but we ended up. We bought a chocolate cake. Just yeah. to have during pre, like a little, like it was some fucking art gallery opening and we had finger food. Well, obviously. <laughs> but it was just like a load of drunk 19 year olds drinking book fast by the bottle. <laughs> and, and, and eating the cake, just not even with knives and forks, just no, by hand. Just grand, not even napkins, my man. <laughs> no. Like just a fistful of cake. Picking it up, eating it. I mean, th- th- one also uh, mentioned that the biggest revelation in my life when it occurred to me that I could make stuffing any time I wanted. It didn't need to be Thanksgiving. It didn't even need. I didn't even need a turkey. I was in my thirties for that one. <laughs> That's ins- see. I get this as well because I only had uh, like sausage meat stuffing, like the last three or four years. Right. Like, but. I want that year round. But part of me wants to keep it as like a special Christmassy thing. True, know? but also you could just have it as an adult. You could just you oh, could just yeah. do whatever you want. If you have the funds. Now obviously it relies on if you have the funds or the means to get it. But if you do have the funds, you could, I could literally go online right now and buy a shit ton of stuff that I do not need. But That's I the, think it would be cool. The benefit of being an adult and if you have disposable income, you can just buy certain things yeah. for the sake of it. There doesn't have to be a meaning behind it. Um, the reaction of sleeping on the couch because your partner bought a $5 cake yeah. from Walmart that his, he knew his family liked. That's an overreaction unless a bunch I love how we're just assuming this man did something terrible unless something <laughs> came before the buying of the cake I definitely think he kicked like an orphan or something but she seen him kick an orphan on his way to the cake or something like if but like if you sent him for like hey I need like the medicine for my heart so I don't die and he came back without that but the cake <laughs> yeah I can and, understand and That's both cost five dollars yeah, yeah then it's acceptable um but I to just be like no you shouldn't have bought a cake because it's no one's birthday I'm going to sleep on the couch for three days yeah also the fact that he let the kids and him eat it out of spite I just think is fucking funny that, that level of shit house free is just like I bought me and the kids are going to eat it all now yeah. just, just to just, show you up you see in that situation is it more passive aggressive to eat the whole cake or to divide it into quarters and leave her <laughs> a quarter of the cake. And just leave it sitting there. Just, just like, like in the for fridge. For you. <laughs> yeah, just like whenever you want it. And then it's like a time limit thing of like, is she going to eat the cake before it goes stale? It just makes me think there's a scene in New Girl where um, Schmidt buys Nick a cookie for yeah. no reason. Other than he was just thinking of him in the shop. Uh, he just I bought you a cookie and he's and Nick's like guys don't do that <laughs> guys don't buy each other cookies he's like well I just was just thinking of you just bought you a cookie and a whole fight breaks out um, it's a very iconic scene where uh, Nick starts saying I got got me cookie got you cookie and he just starts breaking further and for, further into just insanity um, and he can't figure out why a man has bought him a cookie but um, we used to bring each other donuts when we were doing that no I, I no it's uh, it's every week Sean I yeah, and yeah. like d- before recording, I'd be like, "Right, we got to do- get the donuts into us." Donut time, and th- they I, were I was I was hyping you up on sugar. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Mm. It doesn't happen mm. now. Now I lose steam halfway through an episode, <laughs> except for now where I'm so tired. 
<laughs> you started off no steam. <laughs> so, Sean, my question to you is, right, this guy, what does he do moving forward? Does he never buy any pastries ever again? Does he maybe say, well, you'd want to grow up, right? That'll go down well. Or I, per- hmm. perhaps maybe just scream and shout and maybe run away. See, the sensible option is to say, hey, can we talk about this? This seems like... Hmm. This is blo- this is this is this has gone further than I wanted it to. I didn't mean anything by getting the cake. I just thought it would be nice. Yeah, but what what about a not sensible idea? Well, <laughs> you need to double down on the separation, not by divorce, <laughs> but by one person being I don't know quarantined in a room. <laughs> no. I have an idea. Yeah. You find the most elaborate cake maker in America, right? Yes. And the you, cake boss. And you cake boss. And you come home every week on the dot on that day with the, a bigger and bigger, more elaborate cake. You get it through the door somehow every week. And I want them like getting bigger and bigger in size as well that you can barely get them in through the door. I'll yeah. spend thousands, spend fucking hundreds spend of thousands. Spend children's college. Just, spend, just sell a child, sell a child and pay for it. But what's important is I want that cake taken up the whole kitchen. I want it on the counter and I want it blocking everything. Can't cook nothing on that counter. No, right? it's encroaching on the space. And and then at that point you go every week you come home and go gotcha, I got you a little treat. And as it gets more and more elaborate, you say even a littler treat. I got you a tiny treat. Got you a, just a small, tiny little something. <laughs> little something, something, I like. And here's the thing, though, as well, is that the the next birthday that happens in that house is going to be incredibly tense. Because when do you buy the cake? Do you mm. like if it's too soon, mm. too late? On the yeah. day? You're not buying a cake on the day of a birthday. No, sure. you're at nothing buying a cake on the day. They're like, I, I just... There, there's enough events where cake plays a part to where cake is now going to be a sore point in this relationship, if it I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a, a trick that uh, my dad used to do when we were All younger. Right. Go right? for it. Kids' birthday parties. Yeah. You go to the shop, you buy, you know those like big blocks of vanilla ice cream, but they're like Fuck rectangular yeah. box. Yeah, yeah, right? the HB ice cream that comes in the The HB ice cream. Yeah, yeah, I don't know yeah. if they're international, Sean, I assume they Absolutely are, right? not. We're the only ones who get that. They used to be a euro for a block of ice cream. <laughs> right. But it's like a block. It's like a horizontal block. It doesn't come in a tub. It like comes in a paper and you peel it off and then there's a fucking block of ice cream there. Yeah. Right? It's like what two inches by four inches by 12 <laughs> inches of solid you know vanilla like ice cream. Off by your hand. That is fucking yeah. weird. But no. basically what he used to do is, right? <laughs> Say you turned 12. He yeah. would go buy four of them and then shape them like numbers one and two. So it would be 12. Genius. And then you put candles on it and you got ice cream cake, Sean. Ice cream cake. So you don't have to do any proper cake. You just go on ice cream, shape it like the number. When you were 11, it was a really easy deal, to be honest. But no, dude, that, that's rad. I would take it today, quite honestly. Yeah. Uh, we used to have, my nanny was an excellent baker. She used to make a lot of our birthday cakes. Uh, but one, one year, one year, and this changed the game. Birthday Pavlova. <laughs> birthday Pavlova. You are such a strange little man. <laughs> you give me some meringue and some fucking cream. Oh, outstanding. I, you're, you're like seven with your fucking pipe and your Pavlova. <laughs> 
Do, what's wrong with Pavlova? That's not an old man thing. <laughs> there's is something. It? There's something a bit strange about like a seven-year-old eating Pavlova. I thought it was delicious. It was cla- It had little grapes and strawberries. Of course on it. it did. Of course Beautiful. it did. Had candles as well. Candles in the meringue. You wouldn't believe Ooh, it. Very oh, very good. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. I, she went out all out, like, you know. One time as well, I got a cake and it was, uh, you know, Dougal the dog from the Magic Roundabout? Uh, it was him, but he was made out of like a Swiss roll. He was excellent. <laughs> Had that a couple of years, actually. <laughs> she was the, same, the same one was sold in the same shop. <laughs> no, she made it. There used to be a oh. recipe and she made it from scratch. All oh, right. Oh Jesus! Fucking hell! Like, yeah. see, it's, it's a difficult line to walk here because I don't want to insult the woman, but I also want to take the piss out of you. And so now I'm in a tricky situation here. It's true. That's true. Mm. My granny and look, she would take offence. Yeah, saying. Th- <laughs> she would. <laughs> no, I'd be happy enough to insult you like, all day. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, sorry. Jeez. But I, she, I'm, she's. A, she, I'm assuming she's a lovely woman. I don't really want to. Yeah, just four. Um, I'm just going to move on. But Sean, are we going to are we going to solve this relationship? Are we saying maybe just talk it out, or maybe buy cakes over and over again? See, where do you draw the? Sorry, we're still on the. Where do we draw the line? Because if I buy her a fucking donut, what happens then? Yeah, you know, is, I, is it because it wasn't bought strictly for her? Or is there a bigger issue at play that we actually don't know anything about that probably is the main reason? We need more information on this because this can't be the, like, this can't be the only incident that's ever caused. There's no way. She's gotten mad at a fucking cake. It's like a culmination of 19 other things. Yeah. The cake's the thing that sets it off. It's the final thing. And she was like, no, I just really don't like. I really hate being reminded of birthdays or something like that. Um, So we're moving on to our next piece of news. And I have woman rages as neighbour sets off random fireworks every evening, sometimes at 3am, never at the same time. That's... That's just a shitty neighbour there. The, the fact that it's at varying times as well. Yeah. Like, they just take a notion one day to light fireworks. Why I included this was, I just love shithousery. Mm. Um, and I love the idea that you're like, well, we'll set it off at nine today, but maybe half eleven tomorrow. I'll just, whenever, whenever I'm vibing, whenever I have, have good vibes when it comes to these fireworks, I'll set them off. Yeah, what's, uh, oh, that's, no, that's a dumb question. Uh, what times have you set off fireworks? <laughs> you mean illegal fireworks here in Ireland? Yes, yes. But if you were to imagine a situation where you lit yeah. fireworks. Well, I can't because they're a legal shot and I wouldn't obviously Good. incriminate myself Absolutely. in lighting and setting up. Now, hypothetically, if I asked you the same question, I guarantee you have at least one time in your head. Well, look, if I was to ever light fireworks, it would have which been... Which you're af- not. Which I'm not, but it would have been after 10 o'clock mass on a Sunday and people <laughs> would have gotten really mad at me, let's be honest. Yeah, but Jesus would have thought that was rad. Yeah. Like, think Jesus never saw in. fireworks. Like, I tell you now, Jesus probably sold a few fireworks in his day. Actually, canonically, right, in the Garden of Gethsemane, uh, Jesus saw every sin that mankind would ever commit. So, he saw me set off those fireworks and he was cool with it. <laughs> he saw you specifically yeah. and then he was like, ah, look. That's, that's the only thing he saw. It's the one thing. Every other thing he missed. 
<laughs> like, who's this fucking little freak in Ireland to send off these jokes? <laughs> he just checks his watch because he has a watch or something. Why has he got a caterpillar? Why has he got a caterpillar cake behind him? He just sees my life. It's the only sin of humanity. <laughs> He's going to cause the downfall of humanity. Fair fucks to him. Jesus. My God, look oh, at him. Set those fireworks off. pretty good, right? Did, did the priest come out and like give you a high five? Or it, I didn't do it outside the church. Just oh, we okay. We went up to my nanny's after mass. Then yeah. my cousin didn't have fireworks. Wait, we, 9 o'clock, eight, 9 a.m. Sunday mass? To, no, 10 o'clock mass. Went on till right. half 10. Went up right. about 10 minutes away. Set off some fireworks. It was bright daylight, like we didn't get yeah, the benefit. Yeah. So of ultimately it. useless. Useless. Just making yeah. noise. You know? <laughs> but when you, what age were you? I must have been about ten. So but when you're ten, all you want to do is make noise. It's yeah. not about it's not about the view. You don't care. No, that's true. We used to also have bomb bags, which were like these little bags you could buy and you'd squeeze them and then some kind of chemical reaction would happen in the bag and it would start yeah. swelling and you'd throw them and they would explode. But if you put them around down a drain They'll explode and they'll make a noise that ring reverberates around the whole neighbourhood. <laughs> they don't sell them anymore. <laughs> I think you're thinking of a grenade. Just maybe it was a grenade, actually. Maybe it was a grenade. Do you know what's really hard to find nowadays as well? Caps. Do you remember caps? For a gun? Yeah, like a cap gun. You can buy the gun, you can't buy the caps. Right. And can I just ask a quick follow-up question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you looking for caps? So my friend got me a little keychain flintlock pistol that takes caps. So at any time of the day, you're ready to go for a cap gun fight. (laughs) It's on my keys. Any time of the day? Any time of the day. Well, actually, no, you're not ready for it because you don't have any caps. No, I've no ammo. I've no ammo. Yeah, yeah. So ultimately, you... Well, to be fair, even if you had them, they would still... You'd still have no ammo. That's true, because it doesn't fire anything, but it makes a noise, you know. It make a noise. And if you put a few of them between some pennies, throw that on the ground, it makes a really loud bang. Stop throwing things! <laughs> <laughs> also, um, to tell you how old we are, yeah. uh, when I was younger, I used to, be going to, sc- I used to go to school, and uh, back in the well, day... Wow, wild! Ba- back in the day, yeah, this is a pretty wild story. But we were, used to go to a shop, and they used to sell cigarette, ch- chocolate cigarettes. Chocolate cigarettes! Do you remember them? They were the best, man. <laughs> We used to uh, colour them in with our nanny's lipstick and pretend they were lit. <laughs> <laughs> like, just but, thinking about that now, they're just like, oh, we'll get them started young. And not like candy sticks or something like that. Like no. it was a, It looked like a box of cigarettes. It was sold like, in a Marlboro box. <laughs> it was, yeah. My brother bought them. So there was a shop near us and it was... Um, you could, they sold chocolate cigarettes. But my brother, he got a load of money somehow. And oh, he, he just, just came into it. Just came into it. It fell off a truck, you it know. It fell off a tree. He killed the man. And he bought a whole carton that they're shipped to the shop in of chocolate cigarettes. And we lived like kings. <laughs> in prison, we would have been sorted like... <laughs> No, I love the idea of you in prison going, I think I have what you want. And then wheel in the fucking chocolate cigarettes and they just kill you. No, <laughs> tell me I wouldn't be the most popular lad in prison. If no, I, I think you'd be stabbed. Cigarettes. Nah, everyone would love me. But he's dying of nicotine. <laughs> dying for nicotine, you bring them in fucking dairy milk. Nah, they're all diabetic, it's grand. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy to even think about that they used to sell them. It's just like, ah, yeah, kids will be fine. And literally, like, overnight, they were taken off the market. Oh, just taken away. They were all gone. And then yeah. the only ones you have left now are, like, um, 
the chalk ones the Spider-Man chalk ones yeah the Spider-Man and like Superman and Batman chalk ones which I don't even know what they are really they're just kind of like sticks they're like powdered sugar compressed into a stick kind yeah of deal. they break your fucking teeth <laughs> like it's it's still wild that it's allowed to happen <laughs> <laughs> we're just talking like two old men but isn't that fucking weird send us in if you have any weird sweets back in your because we had chocolate cigarettes so I mean there's probably like a chocolate gun somewhere or like some yeah. sort of they just turned like really fucked up shit like do you remember p- when they started over engineering lollipops <laughs> sorry this is why this is why we are friends right nobody <laughs> else in the whole world would ever ask me do you remember when they started over engineering lollipops because nobody else would care but no. Sean I'm really interested in you and what about over engineering <laughs> lollipops interests you so your classic lollipop used to just be like a stick with some fucking sugar on the end right? you're, you're describing what I've always heard of a lollipop yes but go on do you remember the time okay let me just hit you with this the juicy yeah. drop pop Connor Oh, I know a juicy, a, a, a juicy drop pop when I see one. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, so it was a regular lollipop, but yeah. it also came with this fucking squeezy tube of juice, which was literally just glucose and sugar melded together. Yeah. So you would just yeah. squeeze that onto your lollipop every so often. You yeah. think, grand, that's not too bad. But then there was, I had a lollipop once, and it was a fucking switchblade. Like it would <laughs> pop out and then go back into the handle for easy transport. What does this have to do with over-engineered lollipops? It's over-engineered. They, they got too big. Like, what's the point of that when you could just have a lollipop? Why does it need this big articulating I thought you meant they'd oversold or like they'd just, they'd made too many and they were just like, oh, we're overrun with fucking lollipops around here. No, no, no. They did do that with, they used to have a chop chop that was like strawberry and vanilla or How do you shit. know so much about lollipops? I don't know. I don't know, Connor. I was what a very kind weird of a fucking child. weird world did you grow up in? I just really focused on lollipop economics back in the day. <laughs> Do you remember, and I don't know if this was just a No, I thing. don't. Whatever the, this is, The Halloween no, lollipops. On. The Halloween lollipops. No. The big ones. They were massive. They used to turn no. the tongue blue. No. Oh, look. Look. What can I say? They used to be 50 cent. Then they went up to two euro one year. F- I'm not fucking buying one for two euro. I'll tell not you that now. It doesn't even flip out of a little handle, yo. I want the knife lollipop. <laughs> I want the cool one. That might help you in the jail. Actually, yeah. If I just... if And they call me the candy man. That's my, that's oh, my tag in prison. And you make a little shiv in yeah. a little lolly. I'm, but then you also I'm want to taste it. into it. a sharp space. And then you keep cutting your own tongue. Ow. Juicy drop pop into someone's eye. It'd be great. Juicy drop pops. No, big baby pops. Big baby pops, yeah. That was pretty good. They pretty were, they good. Were they were always a Euro. Yeah. And so like you'd have to splash out if you got one of them. Big baby pop had a spin-off as well, which was that when you had chewing gum, you could take it and put it into this fucking little shaker and it would add flavour to your already chewed chewing gum. No way. Absolutely foul. That's the, the that's the future. I'm I'm in. If this is Dragon's Den, I've I heard you said it was foul, but I'm still all in. Imagine having only to buy one piece of chewing gum. Like ever. for the rest of your life. You just have to buy continuous tubs of that thing. Yeah, which is much more expensive. <laughs> much more expensive. You could buy like a twelve pack of chewing gum yeah. or buy two euro worth of that fucking taste stuff. I'll just shake salt and vinegar onto it and I'll be great. <laughs> Don't put salt and vinegar on your chin. Don't tell me what to do. I'm a grown man. 
that's true. John, um, I think we're going to move on because we actually have a food-based story that I wasn't even going to touch on. Okay. But now well, that we're talking about it. Sean, man who ate 124 kebabs in a month, says it hurt him physically and psychologically. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Now, 124 divided by, let's say, 30. Yeah. You're talking four kebabs a day? Four kebabs a day, yeah. Um, you're it's consuming tough. a staggering 250,000 calories. Mm, it's probably too much, right? What's I, w- the- I would say it's even probably one or two above what the daily recommended intake is. What's the recommended? Like 2,000 or something? Uh, 249,999 is your daily intake. You should really have. Wait, what? So 25,000? What? Oh, right. Sorry, you're doing a bit there. Sorry. I got confused. (laughs) You were seriously typing it in like, wait, that's way too much. (laughs) I was like, okay, but Connor sounds really confident here. (laughs) Really confident. Um, So he called it an epic kebabaton. This is Des Brakely, 36 from Manchester, says that he decided to try it in December. So we're only hearing about it now. And he says he has been hurt both psychologically and physically after eating four meat wraps every evening for 30 days. Just in the evening? Just in the evening, not even spreading it out. I, like, I, look, a kebab, two kebabs for lunch, two for dinner. I could maybe do that. Four in the evening? I'm not the getting da- past the, the second the dad, The dad even went without a roast Christmas dinner to make space for more of the late night Why delicacies. Why would you do it at Christmas? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> so um, he he was doing it to raise for money for charity, right? right? So he he did raise a grand for Francis House Children's Hospice. Good, very good idea. But do something else. This if people people are people aren't paying people aren't donating because you're eating four kebabs a day. People yeah. are donating because they want to help the cause and this is a good local way to do it and also there might be medical bills after it yeah because it's got to play havoc on your system right like <laughs> is it- some people do dry january as well is he just not eating food for january i i, I do you would you ever do a dry january self maybe Sean? just i'm asking for your family I friends like, and maybe I an do- intervention <laughs> <laughs> just, just to open it up here uh no i'm doing like damp january which is just like not, that's fucking that, fake. I'm doing, I'm doing vegetarian January. <laughs> yeah, but it's not the food that I'm worried about, Sean. It's, Are you it's actually the alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> it's the pre-drinking pre-drinks. That was literally, I don't want to say how many years ago because I'll get sad, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah but, so how many drinks are you having a day now? Down to five or six? No, <laughs> stop spreading this, <laughs> perpetuating this. I don't have a drink every day. <laughs> you have a pint with the breakfast. Breakfast, the pint with the lunch. <laughs> pint, of, pint of water. Pint of uh, milk for strength. Mi- don't be drinking a pint of milk. <laughs> pint of milk is probably pretty bad for you, actually, if you just drink it straight. Yeah, it's not great. Um, he said, it's very much an accomplishment. I appreciate the sport, but I'm not doing it again. This is my final dance. I'm now retiring from extreme eating challenges. So, I mean, pretty good. Why would you pick a kebab? If you had to pick a food to eat... Worst food. You what? It's the worst food to eat in an extreme eating competition. Yeah, like aside from maybe Vindaloo or some shit like that. Yeah, like I think nobody's ever had a kebab and then the next day taught 
I feel fantastic after that kebab. Yeah, I'm glad I ate that kebab. <laughs> like you come up from the pub, having a kebab. The next day you don't wake up and go, you know what? I fucking think that kebab really healed me. I'm feeling great now. I actually feel much better. Yeah. I, I mean, what food would you pick if you had to do it? So, not even for a day, but just like it was the only thing you could eat for a month. Sushi. Sushi? Mm. You don't think you're going to get sick of sushi by like... No, like man. you're going to want something warm? No, would. I would no? tell you now. Just give me, give me like... I would inhale massive amounts of the stuff. Oh, okay. Well, Connor, mm. do I have $5 and a ribbon for you? Okay, yeah. I was hoping for maybe a grand for a hospice, but for <laughs> $5 and a ribbon? Okay, that's pretty good. Yes, I mean, it's about equal, right? I uh, mean, it, I, obviously, sushi, very expensive food, so I don't really want to buy it for 30 days is the issue. So if we could somehow figure out a way that I could get the people to buy me... Ter- 30 days worth of sushi and then I eat it and then I raise money for charity are you trying to segue into a Patreon plug I'm trying to segue into your Patreon now you'll eat nothing but a top shelf sushi for a month <laughs> nothing but a really nice food for 30 days and the miso beforehand of course oh no I'm not touching the miso miso would go through do you not that. like miso no I don't like miso oh, I, lo- I fucking love miso no a bit of ginger a bit of soy sauce you're laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're That's grand. That's grand. I'm just saying, man, the miso, it prepares the palate, you know? <laughs> Sets your tummy right ready to go. Does it? We bought lo- yeah, we went up to the Asian food store the other day and we bought a load of miso paste to make our own. That's how much you're we love a, miso. You're a disgrace, man. Have you ever what? had your own sushi at home? Uh, my own sushi at home? No, yeah. I wouldn't Wouldn't trust. Well, uh, I, I rolled sushi once, but you I never... You just buy act- the packages of salmon in the shop. And then just bring it home, and then just roll that up in some rice that you made in some vinegar. Do you, have you can get some, some sushi rice. Do you have some seaweed there? Seaweed yeah, seaweed as well. Wrap the seaweed around and slice through it. You're laughing. I'll make, I'll make you some sushi. I'll come, a cucumber I'll or two. Slice up a cucumber or two. Stick that in the middle. I'm telling you now. Cucumber, salmon, rice, seaweed. What's not to like <laughs> as far as I'm concerned? If you don't like fish, you're not into any of this. But would you fund me on a Patreon for, for me to eat my food? Yes, not the hospice, but me. <laughs> no, it's not for the children. <laughs> this is going to my home. The children don't like sushi. <laughs> I'll eat theirs. <laughs> he Back said, for seconds. I have enjoyed it, but it hurt me physically. I felt like crap. I'm not getting any fruit, no vegetables, and no nutrition. I couldn't eat anything else. Um, you could put said, other things in a kebab as well, but true. Like, just for what um, it's worth. He said it was a breeze for the first two weeks, but the last two weeks, it got messy. Not just physically, but psychologically as well. There was a pressure on getting there. I had to do it. I couldn't let everyone down. But to be honest, I'm already planning to go out with my mates next week. I'll never stop eating kebabs. <laughs> So he's learned nothing from this experience. No, basically. not at all. Like, it'd, it'd be the equivalent of me just getting, like, a big dirty McDonald's every day. He says what he used to do was he starved himself all day at work and then he would finish around 5pm and then he would eat four kebabs. That's just misery. Like, because you're miserable for most of the day. After the first kebab, you might be a little bit happy. But then by kebabs two, three and four, you're miserable yeah. again because you're too full. Yeah. What what are you doing? Just like just stop. Eat one for lunch. No, well, you can't stop. It's for charity. Eat one for lunch. Eat one at five. Eat one at seven. 
eat what at night. There's, there's not to say it can't be a breakfast kebab either. Like, but he said he was swapping between lamb, donner, chicken, and mixed meats. So, oh, so that lack of vegetables that he was fucking complaining about. Is there, a, there has to be a veggie kebab. There's a veggie uh, abracadabra. I do one definitely. <laughs> abracadabra. Sorry, that's that's a that's a very that's an Irish thing. Uh, Colin Farrell has unlimited abracadabra for the rest of his life. If anyone wants to know, and you know what, deserved. deserved. He deserves it. He, de- he got it a few years ago, and I give it back to him now. He has like a card. He's the only person in the world that has a card and he gets unlimited abracadabra. I would refresh it like just every every year or so. Give him more. Like pay him to eat at abracadabra. Do you, do you abracadabra do falafel now? <laughs> I've never set foot in an abracadabra. You've never been in an abracadabra? No. Oh, of course, of course, because, you know, the drinking. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm never stumbling home going, you know where we should go? You know what sounds really good right now? <laughs> abracadabra. Um, so we're going to finish off this week with Florida Woman um, as Florida Woman who tried to rob Pensacola Bank left her cell phone at the scene <sighs> amateur move because that's mm. how they find you well unless she like rang it to find out where it was <laughs> who's this this is my phone <laughs> Uh, Rasheka Marshall Rasheka Marshall is charged with attempted robbery with a firearm and attempted grand theft she's being held in jail on a $100,000 bond Oof. the incident occurred around 11am on Tuesday oh lord the well, worst time Connor, to rob a bank what do we always say yeah but 10 or 9 I'm already at the shift for 2 hours by 11 There's, I don't want to be sent home dead but what about because okay 9 or 10 you're, you're hopeful you're thinking oh someone might yeah. rob the place yeah, then you're like, home. oh, okay, I guess I'm locked in for the day. Yeah. 11 o'clock comes round. Day off, lads. <laughs> now going to open back up. It's a crime scene. That, well, uh, yeah, exactly. And then, like, then go for, well, we gra- it's close enough to lunch. Will we all grab lunch? You know, a few <laughs> pints after. A few pints. <laughs> Sean always wants to go for a few pints. Um, according to the arrest report, the bank teller told police a woman approached her window and requested a $3,500 withdrawal. So she gave her a withdrawal slip to fill out. Mm-hmm. The report then states the woman wrote, I have a gun. Do as I say on the slip. And then handed it back to the teller. That's Big a- game. It's, yeah. it's a good move. It's a good move. It's a good move. The teller said she became so afraid she couldn't move, according to the report. The woman then took the slip back and exited the bank without getting any money. <laughs> she just fucking stonewalled her. Like, she's like <laughs> giving her nothing. She, so in her head, she's terrified. And in the Florida woman's head, she's like, this fucking woman's playing hardball. She's got nerves oh, of steel. I can't compete with this. Oh, shit. She's freaking me out. And the report states surveillance footage showed her get into the passenger seat of a dark colored truck and leave the seat. According to the report, police arrived at the scene and found a cell phone at the teller's window that she had left there when she had walked up to fill out the form. Why was she on her phone leading up to this? Like trying to play it cool, maybe? Play it cool. She's checking Twitter. She's about to rob a bank. Lol. <laughs> checking TikTok, just in case anything came out about bank robbing. I mean, or like, was she checking the getaway route? Did she have a getaway driver? She had she Google to, Maps up. Yeah, yeah, and they were trying yeah. to organise a place to meet. 
So the police, you mightn't be surprised, Sean, immediately found out the owner of the phone is named Rashika Marshall. They then searched the name in their database and determined that Marshall's photo matched the suspect seen on the surveillance video. So they just matched the two of them up and now they know who exactly she is. Um, um, her and a man were involved, were also involved in a recent criminal mischief incident. Um, and he, I love criminal mischief. Just as a criminal mischief is a level of we don't know what it is, but it was mischievous. <laughs> the uh, so what, what was her mischief that she did? Uh, I they actually don't say, they which don't, adds a level of mystery to it. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. She was, she was. Uh, what's what's mischievous these days, Connor? Uh, <laughs> the only thing that's coming to my mind is a clown car. I don't know how that's mischief at all. Setting fire to buildings. Ha ha. No, no, no. You've gone. You've gone <laughs> Too big. <wrong. laughs> Too big. <laughs> Too big. Setting fire to small buildings, huh? <laughs> oh, not no, better. Or finishes? No, huh? see, oh, can be a small again. building, but it's the contents are the issue. Certainly, people in it are small. Let's set fire to that. Wait, no, hang on. No, no, um, no, no. Please, no. What are you in here for? <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> but it's only me. Um, the person that she did the mischief with, by the way, the man, uh, he drives a black truck that was seen also in the surveillance video in which she drove away. So, Sean, right. she was detained Florida woman was arrested she was taken in and I mean the, the police interviewed the man but they did not charge him after ter- determining he didn't have knowledge of the attempted robbery at all even though someone collected her in his truck drove away and they were seen doing mischief together the day before True, but maybe she hadn't told him oh I'm going to rob this bank maybe she just said uh, I have to go to the bank I'm going to the bank and then because she came out with no money like, how could you prove that she actually didn't do anything or did so? Yeah, you just think that she, like, broke in, not broke in, went into the bank and did regular bank business. What do you think of the Florida woman here? I feel like maybe leaving your phone at any crime scene is step one of the worst idea of all time. think so. think so. She doesn't come out well out of the whole thing. Um, on now, now, Look, a fucking... Five head move would be to bring someone else's phone and leave it. Oh, bring the teller's phone. Somehow rob that. Rob and then make her. her think she did the robbery. <laughs> Just gaslight this teller. She robbed the- herself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, no money was taken, so I guess you so, stopped her. But I guess you stopped. But it seems suspicious that your phone's on the other side of the glass. How did it get there? Yeah, and what's with, what's, mm. what's with all this money that you have access to? <laughs> Underneath you, in the cash register. <laughs> what are you doing with that there? <laughs> I think that's it for this week's Weird News, Sean. What a week. Do you want me to take us out, Connor? Yeah, sure, why not? Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We'll be back on Friday with Hero or Zero, Monday with Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesdays. Big shout-outs to all of our wonderful patrons over on Patreon, Roisin the White. Palmer, Joe Burney, Ryan Kamatsu Dozer Enthusiast Evanson, New Waffles Who Dis, David Clark, Sean Chuckin in the Wash and It'll Be Grand Jameson, Dominic, Anna Irish Walrus Forever Helm Roos, Danny McLaughlin, No One's Ever Really Gone, Luke Hoth, Lord Smish, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Buster, Ed Ball, The Adventures of Indiana Jones and the franchise that just won't die. Connor and Lorraine are really quite embarrassed about all this nickname shit houseery and hope Sean can find it in his heart to forgive them. Russ, to see in the new year, let's call a temporary halt to these proceedings, a ceasefire, a cessation of this continued back and forth. Parfit and Jackson Bruheim. Thank you all. 
very very much for your support you're wonderful wonderful humans and we couldn't do the show without you head on over to patreon.com forward slash here's for hire podcast if you're interested in the stuff we put up over there there is also the merch store here's for hire.e forward slash shop twitter is at heroes for hire pod the four is a number four facebook is detective diplomats discussion group instagram is heroes for hire podcast and the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist just a one please and i think that's about it and so, so I've been kind of lawler. I've been Sean Bean. We shall see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.